Hi. For this episode, I'm going to do a little bit of jazz, if you'll allow it. Um, I initially had a regular interview episode scheduled for this week. However, I'm having trouble with the sound quality and with editing it properly. And instead of putting it out at low quality or skipping a week... I figured I might as well do a solo episode. Um, The funny thing is that there is another solo episode that I have actually planned for this month. So (laughs) you're getting a lot of me in August. And I don't, yeah, we're just going to, we're just going to power through. We're just going to deal with that. Uh, It's 4.17 a.m. on August 13th, the time of this recording. And, and you're, you're gonna, we're, we're really getting some raw energy today. So what I, what am I going to talk about? Um, (laughs) I do so love to, um, challenge and excite myself by doing things as if I'm ready to do them. Okay, here's what I'm going to talk about. I just did a week-long workshop. It's an akimbo workshop called Emerging Leaders. And I'm just going to do a little rundown of the top lessons that I learned through this workshop. I guess I should give a little bit of context about it. For five days, from 10 a.m. to noon Eastern Time, we're sort of given prompts to speak about with the other, I don't know, 85 people in the class, and we're in breakout rooms. This whole thing is virtual. And then at noon, we are given a project, often very vague, and we have until midnight to create a deliverable. That's really the workshop in a nutshell. So I'm just going to go through some lessons that I learned Flying a little bit off the cuff, I would say I probably have six or seven lessons. Here I go. Lesson one, the value of a project can be felt even when the packaging is rough or unfinished. This is a big one for me personally because because I think I have this idea that I can, on my first try with something, produce uh, perfection, or, you know, perfection in quotes. And that's not really realistic, and B, that can lead to, one, a delay in launching, and two, for projects, it can lead to my feedback instead of being actual feedback um, from the people who I'm trying to reach, it's just an echo chamber of my own thoughts. And it's the type of thing where maybe if you're writing an essay, you can kind of never be done with an essay. And that applies to most projects, I guess you could say. But a big thing that I really liked a big thing that I took away is that 
is to act and then edit. It's just so much easier and better to act and then edit because once you have acted and you have this thing um, in a fully fruited manner, <laughs> I don't know if that's a word, but this thing has come to fruition in some form, then you can edit it down to, you, can, you can't make something better if it doesn't exist yet. I think that's the big thing that I got out of it is um, I personally have spent too much time um, trying to sculpt something in my brain before um, trying to physically manifest it into reality. And that's kind of, that's useless because it's all speculation and I don't actually know what problems will arise. I can always assume things but realistically you're not going to actually know and it's not going to be useful to assume um it's not going to be as useful to assume as it would be to just interact with the issue or the project and then take on the challenges as they come the second thing i learned more personal about myself is that I don't ask for help enough um and as a like lesson 2a I'm quite bad at communicating my vision to team members part of that is because I have in you know I have this like independence complex um I'm definitely liable at times to have a mentality that says sort of oh I need new plates so I should I should probably learn how to do ceramics which is like obviously ridiculous and an unsustainable way to live because other people are just better at ceramics than I can buy plates anywhere like why like why would I I don't, I cannot answer the question of how necessarily my brain processes got to that point, but nonetheless, I'm aware of it now, and I realized that I need to ask for help, because in collaboration, things can be so much better. Projects can morph into something more beautiful um more interesting than if it was just a single person's brainchild along the lines of asking for help and collaborating more is just it also pushes you to communicate sooner what it is that you're trying to create so back to the point point two a um i found it very difficult throughout the week i found the most difficult part to be trying to communicate my thoughts like translating my thoughts into words that made sense to the other person and that could approximate um the the sort of final project that i was trying to create 
and that's just because I haven't I don't practice it very much and I there's an incredible I don't practice it very much and so I need to one but two it it was very good in helping me to understand um, tangibly the importance of communication and the way that having to communicate your idea before it's formed fully formed to another person is just going to only be helpful as steps continue um, all the way down to having to communicate the final product or service to the people that you want to get it to. Lesson three, Parkinson's law is for real. Parkinson's law. Parkinson's law refers to, or it's a theory that states um, work will expand to fill the time that it's given. And the inverse is completely true because during these five days, I saw people produce incredible things in 12 hours that without the the deadline that we were given would have taken weeks one of our I'm not super sure about what we're allowed to say but one of the projects that we did it was literally in the prompt most people take six months to prepare for this thing um, but we're giving you 12 hours and what was so interesting about seeing other people's final product uh, and even my own is I was just so surprised at the quality that we created like I I could feel because at the point that particular project was in the middle of the week so at that point we had seen each other's work um, so I already knew that there would be value in what was created um, I just was also prepared for for sort of uh, a weak presentation of incredible ideas and I was completely wrong we all were able to like people were editing we had picture in picture we had um skits like demonstrated we had basically a music video for one person um and that was really incredible to see just setting arbitrary deadlines just to make yourself finish something I think can be so worthwhile and not something that I had necessarily thought of as a long-term strategy. Lesson four, <laughs> something about community. <laughs> this community of people, oh, good grief. This community of people, like, electrified me, essentially. At some point during um, one of our large group sessions, I had written in my notebook, um, <laughs> verbatim, holy shit, I feel invincible with these people. And there was just so much love and support and compassion in the group 
while also keeping each other accountable in in a realistic way and even when there were external factors that hindered people's ability to ship a project um, or get it done even I saw so much resilience in my cohort and I saw so many people um, just simply say, oh, this is a roadblock that maybe I can't surpass at this moment. Fine. Then I'll change direction to see how I can get to this this final product. And that was really incredible. And <laughs> we're still working on how, like, accountability systems and how we're going to keep in touch. But... It was really nice to meet so many people who were not only fascinating um, and diverse, but also it felt like, oh, these are my people. In other communities that I've interacted with, specifically on the internet um, and also in person back when gatherings were a thing, um, I've always felt a little bit like like friction almost where I'm kind of like e okay you guys are kind of a limit approaching like an asymptote um where I'm just sort of like it's almost it's almost correct but it's just not getting there and I felt like with this community of people um I felt very much like oh this is this is the correct puzzle piece or oh <laughs> That's so silly. I finally was like reunited with the rest of the puzzle. Like if I'm a little puzzle piece, I like fell out of the box finding Nemo style. I, I'm probably going to cut that out. Okay. Another sub point, point 4A, is that community engagement and uh, socializing with purpose is something that needs a, a regular time in the calendar. Uh, it needs to be designated because, well, for one, because it is a form of work. Like, it will not be easy, and it's not the type of thing that I personally would trust myself to just sort of pick up and do as regularly as I should. And so community engagement, whether it's from, like, I don't know if you guys have taken other online courses um, where maybe a Facebook group or something is, you have access to it forever, but after about a month or so, after those courses are over, things tend to be silent in those groups, um, in those communication channels, and also really like realistically relationships take work they are an active choice you you can't really passively have a relationship um outside of maybe siblings or cousins who are sort of going to be in your life forever based on blood <laughs> i guess but relationships and engaging with people is an active choice and so it's not something you can really phone in 
And what I have found for myself is that if it's not in my schedule it's, and it's not easy or obvious, it's not going to get done. And that is the case with community engagement, you know, especially once, I don't know, things pick up again or like I start my 17 jobs again. There are going to be other things pulling on my time and it will be so easy to slip out of touch and so I think designating a regular time in my personal schedule to reach out to my cohort um, and try and interact with accountability systems or really just honestly check in is is going to be vital to keeping those relationships alive. Lesson five, perfect segue actually, is to set up your systems while you're still on the high. And what I mean by that is when you're excited about something, it feels like you can say, yes, I'm going to do 100 push-ups for 100 days. (laughs) You know, day one or two, when you're jazzed about your idea, it feels like you don't even need to think about it. You'll just do it. But after a while, again, there will be other pulls on your time. There will be um, emotional discomfort there will be boredom inconsistency all of these things are things that you'll ha- that you just simply face in every habit that you try to build and so what is important is that you build your systems while you are excited so you build in the um if you think of bowling when they have those uh gutter rails garter rails it's probably it doesn't matter when they (laughs) when they have uh guardrails the purpose of that is to keep the ball in the lane and you need to do that with yourself and with the behaviors that you want so an example of a system that i have set up well i actually kind of just referred to a system which is like scheduling like literally putting in my calendar every three weeks like reach out to five people from emerging leaders like that is just simply something that's in my calendar granted I can of course ignore that but at least I have the reminder Um, a more elaborate system that I've set up for myself as an example is that I put a glass of water like next to my bed every night so that when I wake up the first thing I see is this glass and then I drink the water it's obvious like that's very simple but honestly most systems are that simple and it's just a matter of like making things obvious to yourself so that's lesson five set your systems up while you're still excited about whatever it is you're trying to do And lesson six is probably the hardest one to to really accept and like allow myself to live by, I guess, is that people want to hear my voice. 
and that applies on a on a general sense people want to hear your voice um the point that i'm making is that the internet is simultaneously a massive void and also um infinitesimally small or at least there can be very very small and specific curated spaces on the internet you i have something valuable to share um and often what you want to share is something that people have never thought of um almost certainly people have never heard it said or seen it presented in the way that you would do it just based off of the way that your experiences your combined experiences create this filter into what you what you would create or how you would present something um so it's worth sharing because even though everyone's on about um not reinventing the wheel and nothing is original that's kind of true I well I guess yeah that is true in terms of like perhaps the topics that you're thinking of um, or mediums that you're playing with are not in any way new but the way that you use them will inherently be unique so I think maybe if we get rid of the concept of newness as something that we're working towards and you lean more into how can I really like how can I really throw Athena on this like how can I rub my pheromones all over this this thing that I'm creating and putting into this world in such a way where people are like this is information I've heard before but absolutely never like this this is a concept that I've seen before but never presented in this way and that's that's what I got from this cohort because I met people who also were very interested in sort of like the psychology or using neuroscience for like psychological or behavioral purposes um but the way that they presented information or the way that they're I don't know manifesting that into a career is just completely different than how I would do it and their tone is different and and that's completely fine and I felt absolutely zero competition because we're just doing different things um, under a similar umbrella and so people want to hear your voice people want to hear my voice um by the nature of there's just it there's just no one else who could do something the way that you can those are the lessons i'll go over them one more time lesson one the value of a project can be felt a project or product service whatever can resonate with people even if the packaging is rough i athena do not ask for help enough so it's worth asking for 
more help seeing where um, I can collaborate more. Parkinson's law, which is, again, a law that states that work will expand to fill the time it's given, is the truth. (laughs) Work can also compress to account for a deadline. Community is so important, and when it feels good and correct, it can make your, it can change everything about your existence and the way that you understand the world. <laughs> Lesson 4A, designate a regular time for community engagement because it is an active practice um, that you should not just leave to some future version of yourself. Lesson five, set up your systems while you are excited about the project or habit. So set up for yourself the guardrails that will keep you moving in the direction that you want to go. And lesson six is that people want to hear your voice. So I also wanted to just shout out some people, uh, some quotes that I got over this past week. Jody said, if you keep performing at your best in every new project that you take on, eventually you'll find the arena that you can succeed in. Love that. Virginia says, when you find yourself uh, taking up a lot of space, don't stop talking or don't stop taking up that space. Just start creating more space for others and yourself. Maddie said, changing frequently means I explain myself a lot. And wow, that one resonated. That one really hit correct. I was like, yeah, moving on. (laughs) Megan said, if something is exploding, remain calm and know that you'll figure your way through it. Love that. Olivia said, no one talks to you as much as you do. Know where your ideas are coming from. What inside of you is like producing these thoughts? If it is even something internal or is it something external? Yeah. Lucas said that he is trying to create in himself a bias towards action. And I love that. I love that so much create a bias towards action. Chukuri said he can't unsee himself. And I really am not going to explain that one. I just want you to sit with that. So the question of the week is, what can you do? How can you push yourself to a point where you can't unsee your capabilities? You can't unsee the truest depths of you. Sweet. Thank you for listening. Yeah, this was an impromptu episode recorded in the wee hours of the morning. And if you enjoyed it, let me know. If you didn't like it, next week uh, we'll be returning to the interview setup. Um, So don't worry about it. You're getting your interview soon enough. If you like it, subscribe, rate and review on Apple Podcast. You can also air your grievances on Apple Podcast if you'd like. 
all engagement is helpful. Share it with friends if you feel so compelled. And maybe even if you don't feel that compelled, you could, just, you, could you know, you could toss it to, to a person or two. That would be great. Even put it in a group me. <laughs> Most of those group me's are, are muted, but there's going to be one person who might click the link. And that is valuable. As always, I appreciate you. Bye.